Hello, this is Tim Rausenberger with BrassCenter.com. Today is Thursday, October 26th, 2017. This is episode 127. How do you react? In today's episode, we're going to discuss and examine different situations and I'm going to ask you to think about each scenario and ask yourself how would you respond? What is your feeling when one of these situations happens to you. And I thought long and hard, should I use things that could happen to anyone? Could I just go for some very controversial topics? But you know what I I decided? There's no better way to, to do this today than to go with things that have happened to me personally, because then I can share with you my reaction. So what I'm gonna do is I'm going to give you each situation that's happened to me, and I want you to think about how you'd react to it. And I'm probably gonna even insinuate some ways that most people would probably, well, the way that they would respond. So, everything that you're going to hear has happened to me over the course of the past five years. We all have our ups and downs in life, and I think it's just fair to say there have been a lot of changes in my life, a lot of changes with my career, and because of that, well, I wouldn't say because of that, but I've been in a lot of different environments and I have had to do a lot of traveling and that's where I'd like to start specifically being on the road now I don't want to assume that everyone has a car because there are lots of people that use public transportation or find other ways of getting around but with that said I want to extend this first story to people who have cars, and more specifically, ones who have a difficult commute each day. Because over the past five years, I haven't had many fun commutes. As a matter of fact, just in the past three years alone, I put 100,000 miles on my one car. And it's a good thing I enjoy driving. So, the first thing I'm going to pose to you is something that happens to all of us. And it happened to me twice over the last three years with this car. And ironically enough, with all the driving I do all over the area, it occurred on two highways near my home. There's some statistic out there I know about 
people who get into accidents and things of that nature that many of them occur near a person's home and that was absolutely the case so the first situation was about two two and a half years ago when I was driving it must have been close to midnight and I have absolutely no idea what I hit or how I hit it but my car ran over something that was somewhat near the shoulder on left and I instantaneously blew out both of my left tires and it happened so fast that I had no control over my car at all I, I didn't even have an option to even try to get into a safe area, flat as could be, and in a very, very dangerous area on the highway. What do you do? And I'm not asking what you should do. I'm asking what do you do? How do you react when that happens to you? Now I'll give you similar situation which occurred to me this past summer. And this one was brutal. I was in the process of interviewing for some really, really great opportunities in the field of education. And I actually had three interviews in one day. And between my first and second interviews, I had a good two hours of free time and did something I rarely do decided that I just was going to stop at home and just relax, which I never, I just don't do that. I, and it's interesting that I decided to do that because about five minutes from my house on the major interstate near my home, the same thing happened. I ran something over, but this one was a lot scarier because as scary as the first one was, this one was actually worse because I ran over something in the middle, well, in the middle lane, right in the middle lane. There was no one around me. It was the middle of the afternoon, perfectly bright, sunny day. It was beautiful outside. And I ran something over. And I didn't even know my tire was flat. See, in the first case, I knew my tire was flat. In this situation, I did not know that it was flat instantly. And I'm driving, and I hear some type of thud and the next thing I know it, it, my tire must have gone from a little bit deflated to something was wrong. And I proceeded to completely lose control of my car. But this time I was in the center lane and I was desperately trying to get off to the side. In the first situation, I was already close to the shoulder. So it wasn't that hard to at least get over more to the shoulder. With this 
situation, I had to get over to the right shoulder as quickly as possible. There was a very dangerous bend coming up. And that was my first and first and foremost, I wanted to get over to the shoulder. And I think had I been on the road for 10 seconds longer, it wouldn't have happened. Because if you saw a picture of my tire, the whole entire tire, it literally exploded like a baked potato. That's how bad. Uh, but to the, 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 to the point that the person who examined the tire said he had only seen that happen once to a tire before. And he was in the tire business. Pretty frightening. With both of these situations, how do you react? What are your first instincts? Is your answer to call a family member? Is your answer to cry? Is your answer to curse and be angry? Are you overly dramatic? Are you able to think rationally? And I say all this because these are all difficult things to do. Especially if you haven't had a lot in the way of adversity. And when you've had, unfortunately, a lot of situations over the course of your life and you've had adverse situations, you learn to deal with these situations better. And I knew what I had to do immediately. No hesitation. To the point that in both situations, I was able to remain extremely, extremely calm. I was able to reach out immediately. The first thing that I did was to reach out to 911 to get in touch with the state or local law enforcement. That was extremely important to me. Very, very important because I wanted to be in a safe situation with my car. I didn't want my car to get hit. So that was the first thing that I did. Second thing I did right away was to call AAA because, well, I personally think everybody should have AAA. It pays for itself after only one tow or one situation like this. And unless it's a bad day in some way where there's inclement weather or some serious things are going on in the world... They're usually pretty quick. And I got in touch with them right away. And the first day I couldn't reach out to the tire place because it was late at night. But the second time I was able to contact the store and ask them if they had the tires in stock that I had. All of this was done 
within 10 minutes. And within about 35 minutes for both situations, I had a combination of a police officer and AAA taking care of my car. It was literally as if it was just simply part of my day. And I remember being eerily calm. And I didn't get home and explode and blow my stack. It just, well, it was just something that happened. And it wasn't fun. But it just happens. See, I've realized over the years that doing all those other things, they're just not, they're not productive. And there's nothing wrong with venting about a situation, but not at the time when you need to deal with everything. And what I've seen happen way too many times, I've seen people completely overreact. And that is the word, it's overreact. And woe is me, and the crying, and what am I going to do, and how am I going to do this, and how am I going to do that. It all works itself out. It all works itself out. And I've been in car accidents before. As a matter of fact, speaking of car accidents, I was in not one, but two. And this was about two years ago. Except my two car accidents were unprecedented. Because you see, the first car accident that I had with my current car was not caused by me. It was caused by someone who cut off four cars to get into a Dunkin' Donuts parking lot. By doing so, me being the fourth car, my car was on top of ice. And I didn't realize it, and when I hit my brakes, not even going that fast, I rear-ended the person in front of me. Messed up the front of my car pretty good. But not to the point where I couldn't drive it. Major inconvenience, hour and a half late to work, not fun, but still able to work. And the interesting thing is that I got to work, worked the entire day, get out of work, and at four o'clock on the same day, my car was hit again. This time, the car was hit in almost the same place. Well, actually, I shouldn't say almost same place. It was hit in the same place. And it was hit in some other places as well as my first accident. This time, it was a bus. Making matters even worse, the bus not only hit my car, but the bus tried to do a hit and run, which was awful. It was a school bus, no less. My question, how do you react? How do you react when you get into an accident? 
is your first reaction to get out of the car and to start screaming at the other person? Because I can tell you, I had every right in the first in the first accident to go running after the person who cut off all of us, who, by the way, was charged with nothing. The person, believe it or not, who was at fault in the accident was me. Because whenever you rear-end somebody, you're at fault, which is unbelievably, unbelievably unfair. It is what it is. Law states that you need to be a certain amount of distance from someone, which I wasn't that close to the person. Unfortunately, when you're on an ice patch, you don't really have much of a say in the matter. The ice patch does. And I drilled the car in front of me. And <laughs> practically nothing happened to the car because the thing was built like a Hummer. My poor car was the one that got the worst of it. And I have to admit, I was pretty upset. But not to the point where I was screaming and yelling at anyone and cursing and making a scene. But the question is, how do you handle the same situation? Do you make a scene? Do you scream and yell? And again, is your first phone call to a family member? Is your first phone call to a friend to let them know the horrible thing that just happened to you? See, this is where things always get interesting. And I'm always fascinated to find out what people do when they have accidents. I feel bad for people who have experienced these things before and they still, they can't get it together. It's going to happen, my friends. These things are going to happen in life. As it turned out, and I knew this, I knew that everything was going to turn out just fine. I knew my car was not totaled. I knew that the appropriate body work was going to be done. The, of, the thing I was most worried about was my insurance going up because I was involved in two accidents. Believe it or not, my insurance went nowhere because the bus, shockingly, did more damage than the first accident. And they didn't so much cancel each other out but the bus company wound up having to pick up my deductible for the first accident. And I wound up having to pay nothing. Now, I guess you could say, wow, you got new parts for your car. I guess that's an angle. I don't know if I'd go that far. I can say the inconvenience of not having my car for a good two to three weeks, that wasn't fun. But you know what though? I got a courtesy car and it was completely paid for rental car for that entire time paid for the by the insurance company didn't cost me a dime wasn't fun paying the neck with things like easy pass or other types of 
devices where you can go through tolls quickly, which you can't do with a rental car. But you know what? Sometimes life has to be a little difficult sometimes. It just does. Because if it was just bland and boring the entire time, you know, how much fun would that be? Get need to have a little bit of adventure in there. So this is just dealing with the car. Now, how do you react to people? How do you react when someone comes up to you and calls you something offensive? What do you say? What do you do? Is it physical in nature? Is it verbal in nature? Is it emotional in nature? What do you do? Or do you do nothing? Do you just take it every time? There are some people who do that. Bottle it all up. Over the course of my life, and I, I, I say this very genuinely. Every single thing that I have done in my life, and more specifically my professional career, everything has been done with great intent. I will never say that I'm perfect nor should anyone else. No one's perfect. Everybody makes mistakes. That's one of the things that makes the world go around as well. The thing I'm proud of is learning from my mistakes. So when people have said things to me which have been, quite honestly, downright offensive and upsetting... I'm, I just try to be the better person. And just handle it as best I can. Grace under pressure. And not get too high and not get too low. And try to distance myself from people who are negative. I wonder if you're able to do the same thing. How about when it comes to children? If you're a parent with kids. If you are a teacher who teaches. If you're some type of caretaker and you're involved uh, with taking care of children. How do you react when they do things that are inappropriate or obnoxious or they have some type of accident? How do you react? 
My guess is a lot of people freak out. In whatever way freaking out means. Some people yell. Some people get angry. Some people resort to idle threats or threats that are followed through. Other people are physical. And then we have people who give others a verbal beatdown. So how do you react when someone says to you, you know, you're a really horrible human being. You're a really terrible person. What do you say? What do you do? I've had those things said to me before. Now, in the case where it's happened with me, it's happened because it was coming from the parent of a student who was a spoiled brat and was entitled and the family had more money than I will ever dream of having. And the child got whatever she wanted. Do you still react the same way? In this situation where this family and this parent said this to me, what I simply decided to do was not even acknowledge their existence. And I literally said to them, listen, if you're going to speak to me in that way, I don't have anything to say to you. And that was it. And they didn't like that. They didn't like that because I think they wanted to get the better of me and it didn't work. This particular family was just pure evil. And these people were used to getting their way. And this was something I know was upsetting to them because they didn't get their way. That's a great way to handle that situation. See, there are certain people in this world who are, well, they're dangerous. And you have to identify those people. And if that's the case, you need to Handle your reaction accordingly. Because unfortunately, there are people in this world who don't have anything better to do than to focus on all the negative. They don't have anything else better to do because their lives are so void of any meaning than to try to make the other lives of others equally as miserable as their own and will stop at nothing to do it.
So, if you react in the way that I mentioned before, you may actually wind up with a problem on your hands. One far worse than the situation you were dealing with, which was probably mundane at best. How do you react when you know that you're the best person for a particular position relating to employment? Whether you're working for a company and you're trying to get a promotion or you applied for a promotion and you don't get it and someone who gets it is just an outright yo-yo. How do you react? How do you react to the person, the people that gave it to the other person? How do you react to the person himself or herself? How do you react in relation to yourself? I've had those situations before. I've had those situations where in the process of making some changes in my career and moving forward for professional advancement purposes, there have been positions where I I know in my heart of hearts these positions had my name written all over them. There were a few that came to mind. And just like I respect the privacy of others, I ask that people respect my privacy. I'm not going to get into that in detail. What I will tell you is, though, that one of the positions involved me in a a very official uh, supervisory role and something that I highly coveted and knew that I would be exceptional, exceptional at. And it didn't work out. I can assure you that in the case of that particular position, I know of no one who has gone through that many interviews and spent so much time, so much time between preparation and driving and the time actually spent at the position to simply get the job. To this day, friends of mine, professionals in the field, still don't get it. They have no idea how I was able to persevere and continue to pursue that position only to then have the rug pulled out from under me and have, quite bluntly, people who were absolutely unfit for the position in relation to my qualifications. How do you react? What do you do? What do you say? Do you have to get the last word? 
Do you feel the need that you have to attack someone? I can tell you what I did with this situation. This was the one time I can think in the last five years where I did erupt. I did get very upset. And I got very upset because I was very much looking forward to this type of, well, this type of position in my career. And I knew how great I would be at it. And when I found out that I didn't get it, my first reaction, my first reaction was to reach out to the person who, let's call it for what it is, disrespected me in terms of not getting back to me in a timely manner at all and kept stringing me along. And I wanted to get back and be able to say, you know, you blew it and you should have hired me and I'm just thinking of all these different things. And one of the things that I do that I hope you can learn from is when I react to things, I try to take 24 hours and I try to find my closest friends, family members, and talk it through with some of them, even one of them. And if any of them are not around, I think it through myself. And I can guarantee you, I guarantee you, if you take 24 hours to think before you say something, before you type something, before you communicate to someone and do something that you're going to be sorry for and that you're never going to be able to take back. Well, I can tell you it's time well spent. In my situation, what I did was I exploded, but I didn't explode on the company. No, I called up some of my closest friends and I talked to them at length. And I said, my goodness, how did this happen? This was very upsetting. And they didn't have an answer. They didn't have an answer how someone could go through a process which involved five, well, call it for what it is, five interviews. Because that's really ultimately what it came down to. Very time consuming. And it didn't work out. Now, it can be very difficult when you are looking for a new position. And I've had it both ways, where I've been looking for new positions and I've been unemployed or just between positions, between jobs. And I've also had it where I have been pursuing a new position, but I've been gainfully employed. 
obviously, if you already have a position, you're in a much better spot because at least if you don't get the job, you already have a job, which is great. I know that a lot of people have a rough time with that. And again, they go through all of the emotions of why is this happening to me? And it can be tough. And you may have to take a look at yourself in the mirror. As a matter of fact, let's go one step further with this entire episode. I think that some of us need to take a look in the mirror. I think you need to examine yourself. I think you need to look at that person and say, you. Why are you doing that? Why are you acting that way? Why are you reacting in that manner? Is there a better way I could have handled this? Or do I just flip out at the smallest things? When something bad happens in your life, do you just start crying? Unable to compose yourself? This is the purpose of today's episode. It's to make you think, it's to make you realize, and I didn't even come, I just scratched the surface, but I just gave you some examples of my own situations and how I've handled them, and I hope they've been helpful, and the only way we're going to get better is we need to examine ourselves and say, you know what, I need to do better in this regard with how I speak to people, with how I treat people. You know, the thing I didn't mention about that position, what did I do in the end? You know, I could have called up the company and started screaming and said, you're lost. You know what I did? I wrote them an extensive email. And in the email... I thanked them. I thanked them for the opportunity to be able to apply for their position with the hope that maybe one day they'll consider me again. It doesn't mean that I might be interested. I have to be honest with this particular situation. It hurt, it was very upsetting. Would I rule it out? Not necessarily. Do I think of the company in a different light now? I do. But it doesn't consume my life. Again, take a look at yourself. Figure out why you're doing what you're doing, why you're saying what you're saying. Because once you start to figure that out, you're making steps in the right direction. And that, my friends, is what we call progress. Progress.